Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. I'm going to completely mess up this uh, this thought, right? But there, I, there, there's a saying that goes around, and it's it's something to the effect of, you know. Here, I'll actually I'll actually change it up. Let me change it up. So, you know, in in the Bible, there's a there's a there's a there's a saying that says we shouldn't worship idols, and what that basically means in real world terms is we should not uh, worship our own creation as man, right? Because if if we know one thing to be true, that the knowledge that man creates uh, that's not time tested, that's not universal, that's not um, you know from 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 how the universe works, you know it it. Is born and is died, right? My perfect example I always use is when I came up, Pluto was a planet, and my my sons are learning that it's not a planet, right? Or the Earth was flat, right? Or, um, I mean, you name it, right? Right? Right now we're going through trying to figure out, you know, was the universe ever existed, or has it, uh, or, or does the universe die and get recreated? But this, you know, when you when you have, you know, the limited knowledge of 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 man, and you have faith in it. Um, having too much faith in it creates a problem. And, and where am I going with that? You you, you look at uh, the things that people look at today to forecast markets, right? And they have all these complex mathematics or charts or skills or whatever, and they could and they can uh, predict the future, quote unquote. Um, and they have all these designations and you know spend all this money on all these, you know, crazy softwares or whatever, or, 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 or indicators. But if you, if you boil it down to first principles, and that's what I meant to say, like universal principles are what I call first principles, things that are at the root cause of why things and, you know, why things work. And you can trace it back, you know, as far back as you can go in those, in those principles work. Uh, they help you, um, understand how the top money manager consistently forecast the markets and, and I'm, I'm gonna give you an example right so if you look at and i got my list here uh, these are these are the folks that i look up to you know stanley and you want and you google them i don't want to explain I don't, you, you'll google all these they're all extremely wealthy all goats in their field um but it's the stanley Druckenmiller, paul tudor jones george soros warren buffett charlie munger ray dalio and a bunch of other ones that you won't you probably never heard of unless you're a money management nerd or you know listen to the market wizards books they have a lot of them on there but the consistent theme that i noticed as i was on my journey of studying you know managing money and everything was uh they all understood debt and debt markets and and how they works and when i say debt markets you can interchange that with bond markets right and when i say bond markets to keep it simple i'm talking about you know mostly 
the reserve currency bond market, so U.S. Treasuries, right? And I'm also talking about the euro dollar future market, which, you know, pause. I did an episode on that before. Check that out. Um, but though, but when I say bond market, I'm talking about those markets because those are the debt markets. And, and, and the reason why that's important is what we think of as money is actually debt. You know, let me say that again. What we think of as money is actually debt on the current, you know, in the current financial system. And, and which, and so if money is debt and it's really, you know, for the most part, always been debt, uh, really good book. If you want to read it, it's called debt by, I'm forgetting his name, 5,000 debt, 5,000 years of history or something like that. Uh, I'm gonna actually tell you what the name of that book is. Cause this is important. It's a really good book. It's long. Um, but it goes back like way back to Babylonian years. Um, David Graeber, yes. Debt, the first 5,000 years. David Graeber, great, great book, History on Money, if you want to nerd out on it. But but money is debt. And so once you understand money is debt, then you're like, oh, okay. So if I pay attention to, if I understand how, how debt works and understand the bond markets, it gives me a picture of how everything else works. And this is, and this is why all those money managers who are consistently over different periods of time, you know, built wealth, is that so let's 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 first understand it and i'm I'm, I'm move down the path so you can see where i'm going with this what function money serves money is a store of value right which means you want to park some money put it there so that you can protect your purchasing power in the future it's a unit of account um, um and a medium of exchange so unit of account just means you know how we price things we you know you you might buy a you know, this nice Saints jacket uh, for X amount of dollars, right? It's a unit of exchange. Medium of exchange is how we how we pay for stuff. Um, and so the availability of credit affects the store value function. And so this is important in the context of investing, right? Because when you're investing, you're saying, hey, I want to take the money I don't need. I want to put it somewhere because I want to protect and or grow it. Uh, for the future, protect my purchasing power, grow my purchasing power for the future. And so when there's too much money uh, created, too much debt created, because money is debt, it's run through the, uh, again, I did episodes before, but it's run through the banking system. When too much debt is created, people then exchange uh, money for goods and services, because when there's too much, the cost of everything rises a lot. And they're like, well, man, I don't want to, you know, I need to buy, you know, I need to buy energy, right? I need to buy oil, uh, and that price is going up. And I don't want to pay a lot more later, so let me go ahead and just buy it in advance. So they trade more dollars uh, for goods and services because the prices are going up. And then when there's too little money being so, so a time period is like the late '60s and '70s to go back and look at history at that. Um, too little money created. Uh, think of like the Great Depression or the last 10, 13 years. Um, then, then you know, prices are, are end up um, going down um, in that period of time. So when there is when there is you know not enough money created for uh, for different things, you have like like the price of things you know drop. And I won't get into why, but it's called deflation, right? Price of things drop, and we'll touch the, touch on that in a second. But in that instance, people begin to want to save their money uh, and put it away somewhere because. 
uh, of anticipation of price drops right in the in the future things are getting cheaper and i don't want to yeah, i don't want to buy i don't want to buy oil at 80 it's probably going to 40 you know so i'm going to save the money and have it grow so that when i when it goes to 40 i'll have more money to buy more oil in the future and so um that that causes asset prices uh, uh in general to rise so how do money managers use the bond market to give them the insight to where to put the money um so they they, they look at it if there's too much money or too little money and let me let me use the oxygen analogy so I, I used to call money blood, but I think oxygen might be more, uh, make more sense to, to fully under, to fully break it down. But when you have, you know, too much oxygen, um, uh, it's, I, I want to get it right. You don't suffocate when you have too much oxygen. When you have too much oxygen, it's like, uh, what is it called? Um, it's called uh, oxygen poisoning. Right. When you have too much oxygen, when you have too little oxygen, it's, it's suffocation. So just like an economy. Right. When you when you have too much credit created, the, the money becomes poison. So people trade the money, you know, again, for the goods and services. Think of Venezuela, Zimbabwe, areas where they created too much money and the money became toxic. So people, just, you know, just said, forget the money when there's too little. Again, you know, prices drop. And so what 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 what? people who understand bond markets look at or what are called like um, yield spreads. And so in, 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 in simple terms, right, yield spreads are uh, what you are paid, uh, uh, the amount of interest you're paid in, by lending money short term versus the interest you're paid by lending money long term, right? And so don't, don't worry too much about that. Just understand those two differences. And just like there's kind of a sweet spot for the oxygen to flow through you that can be measurable by a medical professional. Uh, good money managers are able to understand what is a healthy yield spread, right? Difference between interest paid in short term versus interest paid in long term in these bond markets, and um, and when and, and they are they're able to tell when it's sweet spot, when it's too much credit, too little credit. And so when the gap is too big, then a money manager will tilt the portfolio towards things like gold, other precious metals, commodities, right? These are owning the raw materials because prices rise in general. You can own the producers, so gold producers, oil producers, uh, oil. Um, so you want to own hard assets and hard asset companies um, that do this and tilt your portfolio towards that when there's too much credit being created and the reverse when there's when there's not enough money or credit being created right again prices go down you, you tend to want to own things like bonds um, like growth stocks right because in that environment growth is slow people are looking for growth um, not enough money is being created so you can't you don't have enough money to support the growth so they begin to say okay let me go let me go find things uh, and invest in things that are growing so that's why you have growth stocks do well innovation stocks again bonds uh, large company stocks because in, in large company stocks that have strong balance sheets because they can get credit, right? Banks are like, hey, in this environment, we don't want to risk a lot because growth is slow because there's not enough money being created. So we want to go back to our customers that really don't, don't need the money and lend them money, uh, even at a low rate, because we know the money is relative um, safe. Um, and so that's that's very simple uh, explanation 
of how money managers um, use the bond market to forecast the future because bond markets are traded, right? The reason why you can trust these spreads, you don't have AMC stock traders trading the bond market, right? There's only sophisticated investors trading the bond market. These are like, you know, government, you know, folks, large insurance companies, uh, large hedge funds, right? Professionals that are not investing with emotion. So the bond market, you know, is not going to do like an AMC, right? In general, it's the it's the smartest market in the world. And those spreads give you insight into um, what the market expects to see long term. Perfect example was the bond market. Uh, the spreads in the bond market starting October have been tightening, tightening and all the way to December. And then the Fed chair said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to do rate hikes. And so it, you know, caused asset prices to fall even more because it's already tightening. And the bond market very likely saw the Russia and Ukraine situation you know, uh, ahead of time, right? At the time, we didn't know what was going on, but now it makes complete sense. And so if you were watching the bond market or if you were even listening to my podcast episode, you would have heard me say late December, hey, we lightened up on risk uh, in the portfolios in the December because of those spreads, right? Fast forward to today, right? Okay, with hindsight, like at that time, I didn't know, we didn't know what was happening, but, you know, now we're like, oh, okay, makes sense, right? The um you know this was something that the market was pricing in and you know moving forward we just keep watching the bond market right because you don't because you never know it's tough it's it's tough to know the 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 how or the why while you're in it right it's a lot like if you ever get into you know uh, manifesting or envisioning what you want right the key is you know have a desire see yourself winning the desire don't worry about the how Right. Because our feeble minds can't understand the how. Right. Uh, just 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 own it. Feel it. Know it's there. And then when you get there, you'll look back and say, oh, OK, this is how I got it. Right. Same same with investing. And you can use the bond market as your oracle to, to guide you in your long term um, decision making. So hope this helps. Uh, I hope you all have a great fat Tuesday. We are kicking off the party starting tonight doing some doing some uh, prepping for some gumbo. Um, we're going to have all the good treats over the weekend, uh, hit up the, 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 the parade in on Sunday in Bishop arts Tuesday, uh, fat Tuesday, taking off, having a good time. So y'all enjoy yourself till next week. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.